Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, digital agency owners, podcast listeners. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to ask you a quick question. Are you currently stressed out, cash crunched, or fed up with your business? If you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead generation problem, or maybe it's the area you live in, or maybe this market has become too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around, but I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now that it's probably something much deeper that you're not likely even aware of yet. It's like a client that comes to you saying that they need a website or Facebook ads or maybe a mobile app developed, but they don't even realize the deeper challenge or opportunity that's blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a YouGuru's Agency Freedom Session, where we'll dig into those underlying issues and get you moving like never before. The aha moments will shift the way you think forever, and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your agency freedom session today. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start your application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. All right, let's introduce today's guest. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Michael Knorr. He's VP of Marketing and Sales at that company. He educates agencies on how to grow and thrive by helping them improve their front-end lead generation, and that company as a whole gives them their time back by not having to handle their day-to-day as team of consultants, and they create big wins for their clients under their client's brand name. They're a white label digital marketing firm servicing other agencies. Their team has been ranked number one on Google for the term white label. They've helped over 400 agencies grow and scale. They have also been on the Inc. 500 list of the fastest growing companies in the country. Michael, welcome to the program. Thanks so much, Brent. Thanks for having me. Can you paint me a picture of that company, your agency today? Kind of how many people are there are? What's your core area of service? What are you guys all about? Sure, absolutely. So we, we focus as a white label digital marketing provider, focusing on SEO, pay-per-click, social media marketing type services. And we're, in essence, a labor force for other agencies. Uh, and we actually not only do the back-end work, but we talk directly to uh, the customer underneath their, their brand name. That way, the agency owner can focus on growing their agency and their brand. As far as size, uh, we're about 30 folks. Um, If I add in some external folks, probably a little larger than that. Yeah, very, very strong in the SEO and the pay-per-click side of the world. Uh, That is uh, kind of the the big picture of who we are. What got you into this business? Why lead generation? Why SEO? Why do you guys do digital marketing? Sure. So it really has to do with our CEO's background. Uh, so this is a family-run business. Uh, Ken Knorr is my father. And so uh, he and my mother started up this business back in 2007. Uh, and so his background was in search engine optimization. He had worked for a construction company. He had helped them grow from you know building 100 homes a year to 1,000 homes a year. Uh, and uh, he helped them grow from... Uh, no online leads to over 37,000 online leads a year. Uh, and so he, he looked at that. He looked at his uh, background and said, uh, when, when, when things uh, 
in, in that particular industry were getting tough uh, around that time. He, he said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to launch my own brand. I'm going to build my own marketing agency. And so that's kind of what led us into this. Uh, but as far as how we got into everything that we do, it was very organic. So we started off as a web dev firm, uh, specifically working with construction companies, then quickly figured out that's not the right niche for us at that time. Uh, we became more agnostic in terms of the niches that we were working in. Uh, and then the way we kind of progressed is uh, he leveraged his, his background in SEO, won clients for that. Then pay-per-click was very simply, uh, he was on a phone call with a customer and they said, hey, will you hand our, our, our pay-per-click campaign? And being the entrepreneur that he was, he said, absolutely. Gets on the phone call and he's like, what's pay-per-click? What do we, what do we got to do here? <laughs> and uh, so he, he goes out there, he does a lot of research. Uh, we start handling uh, their pay-per-click. Uh, we run into an opportunity to acquire ppcmanagement.com. They, they had some software, they had uh, gone defunct, and uh, we reached out to them and said, hey, are you willing to sell the domain? And uh, so that put us on the map. We were ranked number one for PPC management for a really long time when we were in the retail space. Um, we also had a chance to acquire seocompany.com, uh, put that on the map for number one for SEO company. And then uh, where, where the rubber really hit the road for us to get into white label, though, was... Uh, we had an agency reach out to us. They say, hey, we, we see that you're ranking for pay-per-click management. We love for you to handle pay-per-click management. Will you do it underneath our brand name? And Ken, again, being the entrepreneur that he is, says, absolutely, let's figure it out. So we, uh, we worked out the processes, figured out how we're going to do that. It was a really good relationship. Uh, grew to, I think, at 80 accounts at any given time. And uh, so we looked at that business model and, and, it, and it took us a couple of years to really recognize, all right, that's, that's who we want to be. That's what we want to do. We want to support agencies. You know, we want to get out of the direct retail model. And so uh, it, was, it was a couple of years later that uh, we did that. I want to say around uh, 2014, 2015 is really when we got very serious about going after white label. It's, uh, we had rebranded uh, into that company. So previous name was Build Intelligence Web Solutions. Real long name. No one can spell it right. But we had rebranded into that company in, in uh, 2010 with the concept that maybe we might go white label. And so uh, after that point, though, uh, we started building our own rankings for white label. We started taking in. Uh, we started making cold calls to agencies, started to build that out. And so that's kind of where it led us to where we are today, where Pretty much every inch of our new business comes in from other agencies, uh, whether it's white label or whether it's a strategic partnership of some sort. But yeah, that's that's how we've scaled and grown. And just so our audience is super clear, every time we say that company, we are literally talking about your business name. I know sometimes we joked about this when you were all were at U Summit many years ago, but you know that company is the business name and so every time we're talking about that company we're not referring to a different company it's it's the business name so i just wanted to clear that up for our listeners if they're the if this is the first time they're hearing about you guys absolutely no i appreciate that yeah we have it's a little bit of the who's on first uh conversation sometimes with everything that's going on right now, your you know you, you your company is a a hub for other companies to work through. You're really working with small businesses and, and corporations and whatever through other 
businesses. So you're seeing a lot of kind of like what we experience, right? We're seeing a lot of what, how people have been impacted in the agency space. And I, I call it kind of the, uh, the business or COVID-19 lottery that some people have exploded from this. There's a chunk of people in the middle who are kind of still waiting to see or waiting for the other shoe to drop where things haven't really changed much for them, but there's, you know, questions about whether that's going to stay the same. And then there's, of course, a lot of people that have been very negatively impacted by everything that's going on. You know, where do you guys fall on that spectrum right now? And what are some of the things you're seeing? Yeah, so uh, we have really seen everything and, and it's absolutely the the lottery. I think that's a, a perfect way to uh, describe that. Uh, you know, I've seen agency partners that they lost every inch of business uh, and they're waiting for things to recover as well as, you know, stepping into new industries um, because their particular niche got hit real hard. Uh, and then we're seeing others that are just absolutely blowing up. So a lot of our partners in the e-commerce field, for instance, are just growing like mad. For us, uh, so at the very beginning of this, we took a really heavy hit along with our partners. Uh, about 20% of our revenue was just out the door within a month and a half. And uh, we're looking real seriously at the situation going, all right, what, you know, what do we have to do? You know, take care of the PPP loan, all that good stuff. Make sure our employees are, are secure and, uh, you know, uh, prepare for our future of, you know, what, what is it going to be? And then last month uh, was a real surprise to us. It was our third largest sales uh, month in company history when we've been around since 2007, so 13 years. And we're looking at it going, wow, this is in the middle of COVID. This is uh, insane. And then if we really looked at the numbers, though, we had pre-sold a ton of business, reoccurring business. Uh, so everything we do is retainer-based. It's not one-off based. So you know, when we're looking at those numbers, we're going, all right, this is going to continue to feed us. So uh, we had pre-sold so much for June that if I looked at everything that we sold in May, it was our best month in company history. And it really just had to come from the, the partners that were leveraging the moment that were just quick and on top of it, and then people that were pivoting. And, and that's exactly what I think, you know, if, if, if any of the listeners are going through a really hard time right now and it's hurt their business, I kind of just want to remind them that it, it's really about uh, six inches. Six inches. If, if you take your, your, your right finger and put it to your, your right temple, your left finger to your left temple, those six inches are the six inches that matter the most. What you think right now matters so much. Whether you, so there, there, there's a quote that, that we like a lot. It's by Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. And so I just want to kind of inspire folks that we work with a lot of marketing agencies. There's been downturn for a lot of folks. And then just by, by looking at what do you have access to? How can you pivot? What can you do uh, a little differently than you've perhaps done it before? there is just a huge environment still for growth in the middle of all this. You mentioned e-commerce has been on an upswing. And I think this is something that's been covered widely in the media. I think some agencies that have been working in that space have seen that kind of boost. And and I think a lot of people thought for years that Amazon was going to really eat the world of e-commerce. And while they have obviously done very well, that a lot of direct-to-consumer e-commerce brands through websites like Shopify and, and Craft and others 
uh, Shopify probably being the biggest and big commerce and, and whatever have, have really exploded as well. Is that where you're seeing a lot of demand now for your PPC services and SEO is really coming out of that e-commerce space? Are there other markets that have really taken off and have started to help you create those best months ever? Yeah. So there's a couple of other markets that we're seeing. We're, so e-commerce is definitely huge. Um, it's been a, a big part of uh, our urgency partners and, and where they're seeing a lot of growth. However, uh, some other industries we're seeing a lot of uh, growth in is home improvement. And you know we're looking at that going, hey, people are sitting at their homes and going, hey, I want to you know, work on the space that I'm living in every single day now. Um, so we're seeing a ton there. We're seeing a ton in outdoor activities. So, for example, we have, uh, and this this is still in the e-commerce world, but in, in terms of specific products, uh, we have folks that sell bicycles, for instance, uh, that we've had uh, them actually say, "Hey, look, uh, the campaign's so great, we're out of stock," and now their their primary concern is they're how are they going to acquire more? Right? Um, that supply chain is is the biggest concern for them now. So, and then. Anything related to home office has been blowing up. So uh, we actually thought, so we have, we have one particular client that uh, has been with us for the last eight years. They've been, uh, they, they make these, these bean bags that are um, huge and they're filled with memory foam. Uh, so really kind of like premium bean bags, if you will. And uh, we thought, yeah, they're definitely going to take a hit. Like, this is a premium type product. Uh, this is this is probably not going to be a good environment. Like, who's going to be buying this? You know, now uh, when when things are crunched down. But they have literally been having some of their best months now. Their their normal months are November, December, right around Christmas time. That 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 makes or breaks their year. But they're literally having Christmas in in May and June. And we, we kind of really think that's because of a lot of the folks that are like, hey, I want a really nice place that I'm going to sit and use my laptop and it's going to be a part of my home. And so those types of things, we're, we're just seeing a lot of growth there. We're not as, as deep into one particular sector, but I would venture a guess as uh, is, is going to be blowing up. And that is the psychology sector. So folks that are uh, needing more you know, mental help. You know, because there's a lot of isolation right now. And so, uh, if, you know, with people not going out and such. And so um, I am expecting that to, to have a bigger rise. And I'm sure the companies that are positioned to provide online help and such are, are doing well. We have we've definitely led a lot of doctor's offices to help them execute a, uh, a remote model um, to be able to meet with uh, patients and such. So, uh, yeah, those are, those are some of the primary areas we're, we're seeing definitely uh, big growth. What about on the flip side? Were there, I mean, there's the obvious restaurant, gym, et cetera, touch-based businesses, massage that probably pulled way back. Was there anything that surprised you, kind of like the beanbags, but on the opposite side of the spectrum that you, you saw and maybe it was like unexpected of like, oh yeah, I guess that would be impacted. So I, I, did not think that chiropractors were going to be uh, hit as hard as they were. And that was a, a big industry for a lot of folks that, that got hit pretty heavy, especially if they were focused in on areas that um, they were more strict on their shutdowns. But uh, that, that was kind of one. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if I have a whole lot of others that, that were a huge surprise. But that was, that, that's kind of one of the areas that I've seen like whole agencies 
hey, my business is off. We'll see how, how it comes back when it comes back. Hey, what's up, agency owners? As someone that's built hundreds of websites for clients over the last 20 years, I know how important it is to have a content management system that helps me launch sites fast. If you're looking for a new CMS that can launch sites in half the time as a typical WordPress build, I'd like to introduce you to a new platform called Zephyr, a content management system built for power users and agencies. Build websites faster, make clients happier. Find out more information at ZephyrCMS.com and get one free site for life and a free theme setup valued at $500. That's ZephyrCMS.com. Now let's get back to our interview. You mentioned a word, pivot. If there's a word that we've seen online a ton in advertisements, I mean, we've used it. Everybody's kind of used it to some degree, but it hasn't been, you know, even though it's out there a lot and I've seen ads that are like, oh, you know, t- you know, you see or people commenting of, you know, how, how they're sick of this word of, of pivot and, and this and that. But, you know, I hear that and I'm kind of going, yeah, but there's still a lot of change that people have to uh, endure. And some people pivoted that probably shouldn't have pivoted. Some people have yet to pivot because they're thinking that things are going to kind of come back online. You mentioned chiropractic. Uh, you you know obviously restaurants and, and massage and those types of things. Are you seeing with with your clients that some of those markets that turned off are now starting to turn on because it's in some way it's kind of like hey you know it's kind of like when I, when I look back at two thousand seven two thousand eight you know the real estate market was super hot and heavy and frothy and a lot of people left right a lot of real estate agents a lot of mortgage brokers a lot of you know, people that were in that business left. And then of course, what happens, right? The the market comes back and it kind of thinned out, right? So there's something to be said also about not pivoting and not being like, oh, I guess I'm, you know, done selling houses now and then go do something else. Then all of a sudden the market kind of stabilizes and the healthy market comes back and then there's fewer, you know, it's kind of like a brush fire or something, right? There's fewer people in the market. Are you starting to see any of these markets turn back on where it seems like there's optimistic hope. So if they are, there is an agency owner out there that has not pivoted hard or hasn't changed their market, you know, should they be holding on? So good question. Uh, I think that there's, there's starting to be some glimmers of hope. Uh, we had, so a lot of the customers that, that so the 20% of revenue, a majority of it was paused. It wasn't cancellation. It was just pause it for now. We'll come back. This last week was our very first unpause. So it is very fresh. We haven't seen a ton of unpauses yet. Now, I think that if, if you're going to, you can, there's, there's multiple ways to pivot. So pivoting doesn't have to be a change of industry. It can be a change of how are you helping the industry you're currently helping? And it, it, the, their needs have now changed. So for instance, one of the things we saw in the healthcare space is, for a lot of folks to, to augment what they're doing instead of uh, or, or, or slightly change what they're doing, maybe stop marketing for them right now, uh, help them launch this, hey, I'm, uh, it's a patient platform that uh, we can actually meet with patients and things of that nature, uh, help them adopt that. So I think it makes a whole lot of sense. If you've been in that industry that's been hit really hard, to really analyze how do you how do you help them? I mean, you you pick that industry for a reason. I hope you're passionate about that industry. So how how do you double down and help them? Because I think I think that's exactly what you have to do. Either have to choose double down or pivot. I guess you could choose wait. But if if you're looking to build something in the middle of all this, it's really kind of one of those two. 
And so if you're doubling down, it's what, what do you do to help them grow out of this? Right. So I think uh, helping them with their mentality of they need to be in action right now, just because they're not in the office or they're not able to conduct business as usual doesn't mean they couldn't be laying groundwork that's going to help them come out of this a whole lot faster because nothing would be worse than to, okay, yep, I can be back in business. Let me go back in. And we have nothing to work on. We have no orders. We have no leads. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and turn back on our marketing. Then we kind of have to help them lay the pipeline so that they can uh, overcome this, outgrow this. Uh, And so I think those are the, the, the two big things that you can be thinking about you know, pivoting for us has kind of just been part of, of who we are. I think though, if, if we look at it, we've gotten better at it. I think pivot is a very reactionary word. And so we've, we've looked at it and gone, Hmm, we need to change something real quick. And then there's kind of, if there's, there's a better word for it, but basically the forward pivot, the, the forward looking, the innovation, I would say is the other word. So being innovative, looking at where are we going to go? How are we going to do this differently? I would say for us, in the beginning, we pivoted out of web dev and into marketing out of necessity for, for cash flow purposes. But then when we mo- moved over to white label, I would call that less of a pivot for us, but more of a, hey, we're just getting innovative and testing and trying new things and going, okay, this is who we want to become. And so it's more future oriented instead of you know our, our present and all right, what do we have to do to make a change? Mike, your team at that company does a handful of services around lead generation and marketing from SEO, pay-per-click, social. What has been, have you seen a shift in the type of services that your agencies are selling and also that you're, you're delivering? So not only have you talked a little bit about markets today of what you're seeing the shift in and kind of the winners and losers, but also in terms of tactics. I mean, did this... Uh, situation create a refocus or a thinning or a, a change that maybe was already undergoing, but now because of this acceleration, did did one kind of tactic win over another? So I would say that it was very interesting for us, and I don't know if it's one tactic winning over another. We closed business in, in all of our our different sectors continuously, and 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 so. I don't know if it's one winning over another, but we are finding that our business right now are with people that are thinking of the future. They're investing now, even when things are, are, are down. And so we found that the SEO sector is actually uh, one of our best-selling areas right now. Because I think, I think the mentality of people that are in the buying mode right now, they're, they're willing to think about their future. They're willing to think about what am I building and what am I going to do? You know, that's more long-term. It's, they, they've gotten out of this oh, I have to do something right this second because in, in a lot of cases, there isn't a whole lot to do right this second for them. So that immediate gratification mode is is kind of turned off for some folks. They're willing to look at that long-term. I've also kind of seen, for us, it's been very interesting. The tire kickers uh, seem to not be as prevalent. I, I can say that the prospects that our folks are, are bringing in they're more decisive uh, right now. Either either they're not interested at all, and they're not taking you know the phone call, they're not taking the meeting, or they're incredibly interested and they have the time to really sit down and, and have that conversation because they're not doing as much as they previously were. That's really interesting. And I, I you would think SEO where there's maybe not as immediate of a jolt would be 
not as huge of a focus. But maybe I guess people are saying, hey, you know what? If I'm not going to get results immediately anyways, let's work on some of the bigger picture stuff. So I think that makes sense, maybe, at a theoretical level. Yeah. No, I think that's exactly where we're kind of looking at it theoretically is why why is that blown up the way it has in, in, in terms of growing in, in new business? And I think it has to do with the the mentality of the consumer that's buying right now is they are more forward thinking. They are, you know, planning uh, to, to outgrow this. And they're in some cases just unable to try to leverage something short term. So they, they have more time to, to focus on that long term. Well, Mike, this has been super fascinating. I appreciate you giving a little bit of a glimpse behind the scenes of what you're seeing with your clients. I always find it's interesting to talk to companies that work w- within your model of the white label model where you're, you're literally working with a ton of agencies and also a ton of direct clients. Like You're kind of seeing this, this shift right now from multiple layers, and uh, I appreciate you sharing your insights with us around this today. Are you ready for our lightning round? Absolutely. Let's do it. What is the best advice you've ever received? Sure. I think the best advice I've ever received is regularly check your priorities. Where are you investing your money, your time, your energy? And the priorities that uh, are, are highest for me is God's number one, spouse is second, family's third, work is fourth. And if it and it starts to get out of whack, now obviously that, that changes. But um, if it starts to get out of whack long-term, then you've got to readjust. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Uh, this probably been pretty interesting, but ensuring that I take at least one day a week for rest. Um, I really think that's enabled me to be at the top of my game. I work with a lot of folks, a lot of people that are in that hustle mindset, and they just go nonstop. They never rest. And I have seen that the effectiveness of that isn't as great, not to mention life is meant to be lived. So. I think that has definitely been one of my best personal habits. Can you define what you consider rest just so our listeners understand what you're talking about there? Sure. Um, I mean, taking time off from doing, from from executing work, if you will. I, I think it's completely okay and completely natural to, to think. I don't think you need to shut off your mind from thinking about work or, or things of that nature if you know, if that's your passion, which it's mine. So I'm always thinking about that stuff, but taking time off from the doing and, you know, going out and experiencing different things, um, just ensuring that you, you, you mix up your week and it's not just this consistent, oh, through all 365 days of the year, I'm executing work. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you use that you think our listeners would find valuable? Absolutely. So anytime I get a chance, I like to talk about Zoho. They're a CRM system. There's a lot of CRM systems. However, uh, I've really just enjoyed my interactions. It's a super high value tool set. They keep adding a whole lot more to it. It's been very valuable for me in, in developing relationships uh, and, and keeping track of everything. But I really have to hand it to them. Anytime I've ever had an issue, I really love their customer service. So yeah, if you're if you're looking to improve your email marketing, if you're looking to improve your you know, keep keeping of notes and things of that nature and your follow-up list and all that. So their, their CRM system is primarily what I use, but there's just a lot to them. And what book would you recommend and why? Sure. Actually, if, if you don't mind, I'm going to... Can I lay out two? Is that all right? We have time for two. Cool. So uh, two, uh, I think if you haven't read Who Moved, Who Moved My Cheese, definitely very appropriate 
for right now and definitely uh, assisted in, in our mentality and how we look at our business on a regular basis. But one that's really big to me and I'm personally passionate about is The Road Back to You uh, and Enneagram Journey to Self-Discovery by Ian Morgan Cron. I've been absolutely fascinated with uh, the Enneagram. It's a personality test, much like Myers-Briggs, but um, focuses on nature. Whereas, uh, the, so Myers-Briggs, sorry, focus on nature, uh, Enneagram more focus on nurture. And I very found it very insightful to understand my motivations for who I am, what I do in others. And in re- all reality, I've really helped, uh, that, that's helped me become more empathetic. Uh, and so it's, it's been huge for me. Very cool. Well, we will definitely link out to The Road Back to You, as well as Spencer Johnson's book, big fan of that, Who Moved My Cheese, and lots of other takeaways and nuggets from this episode on our show notes page. You can find that at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Michael, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Sure, absolutely. Uh, So if you want to find us online, you could do a Google search for White Label we sit there in number one, uh, we're thatcompany.com. Uh, you could also uh, feel free if you want to drop me an email. Uh, my email is mnor, K-N-O-R-R, at thatcompany.com. Awesome. Well, listeners, if you're on the road, if you're out at a run or like me on a bike ride and you didn't have a pen and paper for that, just check out yougurus.com slash podcast. If you're listening to this week of, you'll see Michael's episode right up there at the top. We'll organize all those links out to his website, link out to his email, as well as all that other good stuff that we talked about on this episode on that show notes page. So make sure you check that out at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. Michael, thank you so much for stopping by the program today. Absolutely. Brent, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you having me on the show. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Thanks again for tuning in to the Digital Agency Show. Before we close out today, I want to check on your answer to my questions from the beginning of the episode. Are you stressed out, cash crunched, fed up with your business? Now, if you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead gen problem. Maybe it's the area you live in, or maybe this market has gotten too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around. And I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. It's like a client who says they need a website, Facebook ads, or mobile app, but they don't even realize it's a deeper challenge that's blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, I want to invite you to apply for a free agency freedom session where you can dig into those underlying issues in your business and get moving like never before. The aha moments that you're going to have will shift the way you think forever, and you'll finally get the answer to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your agency freedom session today. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start the application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. Thanks again for tuning in. Join us next week for another episode of the Digital Agency Show.